0: Alright, right, three, we we're live. Connor, what's up, man?
1: Hey, how we doing, Tao?
0: Good, I like your beanie. You said, what's on top there? I don't know,
1: got a little puffball on top? I don't know. A
0: puffball on top? Your Rams put me to shame. I was on the uh, New England hype train, minus 5. Uh, you proved me wrong. Your Rams proved me wrong.
1: Yeah, I just didn't see in that way, and it's obviously how it played out, but I didn't see how the Patriots were going to score any points. They don't have anybody good. I mean, Cam can't throw the ball. He got benched. It's Again, all these things, it sounds like I'm just saying this like I'm sounding smart because it ended up happening, but Cam can't throw the ball. They don't have any good receivers, and so the Rams are just going to load the box to stop the run, and that's exactly what
0: happened. And so there, there and was Belichick never, said Cam's their quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of got to keep going with that. If I was the Pats, though, I'm going to try to evaluate Stidham and see if he can be good. They keep thinking he can be, and so if he can win a couple games down the stretch, maybe you think, all right, that's the guy. They also might be just trying to be bad to get a pick, a good pick. I don't know, but Rams' defense is – excuse me. The Rams' defense is so good, and I think that that is going to make them really scary for the rest of the season, and if their offense, especially now with the way Cam Akers ran the ball yesterday and how he's played the last few weeks – they can keep doing that. They are a, not even exaggerating, a legit Super Bowl contender.
0: They are, absolutely. They're a legit Super Bowl contender. But hey, we should tell people, this is Spitting Fire. <laughs> we need to introduce. This is <laughs> Spitting Fire. Welcome in, everyone. We're, we're glad to have you here. If you saw a bunch of emojis as a podcast cover, you, know, you just click the button, press play. This is Spitting Fire. Uh, and let's do our sponsorship, R&R. Connor's taking a sip right now.
1: Oh, yeah. R&R Brewing. Love their beer. Apparently, we found out there's another R&R, but we are not repping that one. We're talking about the Bay Area-based Northern California R&R Brewing. Love their beer. Love their gear. Uh, drinking it right now. So go out and get yours today.
0: Where can people find it?
1: You got to ask me. I'll find it for
0: you. Slide into Connor's DMs. Connor, you want to give out your public email?
1: We'll put my public email. Yeah, it's just my first and last name. Go for it.
0: Connor Iberg at gmail.com. Get him. Yep. (laughs) That's our (laughs) marketing right now. There you go. So listen, the Patriots, I I was so biased. You know, I had to go against you. I I wanted to see that. I think the league's more interesting. I'm a Steelers fan. The league's more interesting when the Patriots are in the running to make the playoffs.
1: I mean, they're an easy team to hate, but I think it's also nice that we have a little bit of a break. We've had 20 straight years of them being good. (laughs) They haven't won. They haven't won single digit games since 2002. So I just, you know, I think. It's interesting because the Rams have kind of now bookended the Patriots dynasty. You know, they counted for their first and their last Super Bowl. I mean, again, we can assume their last Super Bowl. Rams really. I mean, there's a bunch of articles came out, but kind of that loss is what now killed the Patriots. They're not going to make the playoffs now, and they're just not a good team, right? I think the last time they missed the playoffs, they were still eleven and five. The Matt Castle year in two thousand eight. So I mean, that doesn't even count, right? And so, you know, this Patriots team's not very good. Belichick's done a great job coaching them, but you know, it, it hurts, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm more impressed. It's funny. All the articles right now are talking about how, um, you know, bad the Patriots are and how they're done. No one's given their Rams credit for just going in there and steamrolling them. They stopped them four times on the goal or three times on the goal yep. line and then held them to a field goal the fourth time. I yep. mean, that, that's a, an incredible defense. They had six sacks. Aaron Donald lived in the backfield. They pressured on 55% of cams back uh, dropbacks, I mean that they are a complete team right now. And the only thing I've, I've said it time and time again, the only thing that concerns me is their linebackers and pass coverage. And Kenny young had a pick six in this game. So, you know, I, it, it they're a great team. They've scored a defensive touchdown in three straight games. So, you know, really rounding into form come uh, playoff time now.
0: Yeah. And what do you think of Jared Goff? 16 and 25, 137 yards TD interception. You could go both ways on this, right? You could say, Hey, the game script was, we got the early pick six, the Patriots were playing from behind. They couldn't run the ball. I mean, they got down to the end zone, but the game script wasn't good for the Patriots in what they wanted to do. And then the Rams got to basically do what the Patriots would do and run the football, let the young rookie move in Cam Akers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the, the thing that's concerning with the Rams right now, and it's, you know, the loss of Brandon Cooks is the reason. they don't. They're not able to manufacture deep shots anymore. I don't think golf's thrown the ball past like 20 yards the past three weeks. He definitely doesn't have a long completion. So that's definitely concerning because teams are now going to start playing closer and closer to the line. Um, you know, I think part of that is McVay get, putting golf in good situations to get the ball out of his hands quick and not have to, you know, make all these crazy plays
0: he showed some trust in him on that role though. That was yeah. tight when he made that roll to Cooper cup. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean that, and that's where you see that. And that's, that's golf at his best, right? Rolling out, throwing it. He has good footwork that way, but sometimes when he just has straight dropbacks, it's not great. I mean, I, I think the pick and his one interception was a horrible throw and it deserved, he deserves credit for it, but I don't think it should have been an interception. I think that that was just kind of a fluky play. That was a great play by the defensive back, but that still was a horrible low and behind Robert Woods. Right. And so, uh, you know, you you almost look at that and think if there's any other receiver in the league, the guy just drops the ball straight away. But Woods is so good. He actually was able to catch the ball and then just get it ripped from him. So. You know, Goff didn't play great, but that's okay, right? I think, you know, I like the Rams need to get back to establishing the run and Cam Akers having 171 yards is is huge. And so if they can keep establishing the run like that, play action's going to be open. Goff's going to have time. They looked, the Rams, the Rams are a lot more deliberate and not as explosive as they used to be, um, you know, in 2018 when they made the Super Bowl. But they have just as efficient of an offense in my mind of they just moved the ball so well. And that was really demonstrated. They had like the 14 play, nine minute, 90 yard touchdown drive and it's like that is what the rams do yeah the third quarter
0: just disappeared right
1: they're just gonna jam it down your throat and kill the time and so um you know i really like that about them but it's uh yeah it it, it's a little concerning that they're not as explosive and can't get those deep shots anymore
0: yeah i think that covers it let's get into our games we've got a bunch of picks i want to start high view let's start with what we think our games of the week are so let's we got one game of the week, but for me, it was tough to pick because I thought there was really two games of the week. We got Chiefs, Dolphins, and Vikings, Buccaneers. Now, are we not
1: counting primetime games?
0: You can count them. You like Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bills. You like Steelers, Bills.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's the best game of the week. I think that's great. I mean, I think Ravens, Browns is a great game, too, but I like the ones you said. Chiefs, Dolphins will be interesting. It'll be, it, you know, that's a great litmus test for the Dolphins to see are they actually good? Right. And I'm not saying they have to even come in here and beat the chiefs, but if they can be competitive at home against the chiefs, I think that, that this dolphins team is really set up for success. They have like four first round picks this year in this draft. You know, I think they're pretty legit.
0: I think if you put chiefs dolphins and Steelers bills together, together, the that's the game of the week. Because if the Steelers lose and the chiefs, win, they're the one seed, whereas if the Steelers go into Buffalo and win, that you feel a lot better about them holding on to that one seed. Uh, Vince Williams, their other, their top linebacker was making all the play calls. He's going to be out. He's on the COVID-19 list now. So you've got like all of the linebacking core out, the starting linebacking core at this point with Vince Williams gone. And then Spillane, the backup uh, is out with a knee injury. So like all the linebackers are gone except Mm -hmm. for TJ Watt. Got TJ Watt and all the backups. But I mean, if they can go into Buffalo and win, then you can make a case that they could pull on the one seed. Whereas if the Dolphins, like you said, show up, that gives the Steelers some breathing room. But to me, the Vikings-Bucks, because, I don't know, I just can't get over, is Tom Brady there? Is he not? The Vikings are now in the seventh spot. I, I think, to me, that is the game of the week. I like Vikings-Bucks as the game of the week. Yeah, I think... Outside I mean, of the primetime slots.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think... I think the big thing about that is this one, has, that has the most implications, right? I think the other games we're talking about, the Bills and the Steelers and the Chiefs are firmly in the playoffs. There's no question about that. The Dolphins most likely are in the playoffs, but it's just a matter of kind of seeding with all those teams. This game between the Vikings and the Bucks truly can come down to who makes it because I think, yeah, if the Vikings win, they jump into that seven spot and the Bucks can fall out of the playoffs. So, or, or they'll at least have the tiebreaker in that situation. So I I think that's a huge, huge game. I think that is the most, maybe not the best game, but definitely the most important game in the game that I think I'm going to have the eyes on. Um, I think that'll be a great game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into it. Texans at bears. This one was even when I looked at it, is it showing even for you?
1: Houston minus one and a half.
0: Houston minus one and a half. Okay. Well, I got it when it was even, Connor, because I did my picks a couple of days ago. So okay. So who do you like? <laughs> I like the Texans. I think Deshaun yeah. can play in some cold weather. It's supposed to be 35, partly cloudy. Not seen anything crazy on wind, any of that. I'm gonna go quarterback play on something like this.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think the Bears have just given up as a team. I think I, I don't know how high you would have to put the line. Now the Texans. I think we keep forgetting the Texans are like the Falcons in that every game I think the Texans are good and they're just not a good team. Like I always think they're so good. I'm like, oh my gosh, Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks. Like you have all these guys, you have talent on that offense. And even the defense, you look at it and you're like, okay, you have J.J. Watt. Like there's some players too on their defense, but they're just, there's bad. I mean, they're just bad, but the Bears are horrible. They've given up. The Texans actually want to win, I think. So I think I would, I'm going to go with the Texans, but I I mean, this game is maybe the biggest throwaway game of the weekend. You think the
0: Texans want to get Romeo Cornell, another head coaching job. No,
1: not at all. But they, they just don't,
0: want
1: to win. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause you also got to remember they don't own their first round pick. So they're not at all incentivized to do poorly. And True. so I think that, that, and especially players are trying to win. And so ownership and management's not trying to lose because Cornell's trying to go get you know, whether he stays on as the defensive coordinator or if he gets a job somewhere else, he's trying to stay in the league. So, I, you know, their team trying to win, the Bears have just given up. I'll yeah. take Texans.
0: Cowboys at Bengals. We got Cowboys God. by three and a half now. Yeah. That's getting up there. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a the Bengals, 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 Bengals. I mean, last week they barely missed covering. Who were they playing last week? Were they playing the Dolphins?
1: That sounds right.
0: Yeah, Yeah. they were playing the Dolphins. I think they just missed covering. I took them last week in my Raspberry White Claw week, uh, going with all the underdogs. I'm surprised you haven't
1: taken your victory lap yet because your underdogs went off last week.
0: They did. Where did I go? I went 9-4, and right? Yeah, against the spread. That's incredible. (laughs) Let's go. The underdogs went off, but you're saying the underdogs are going to go off this week.
1: I think so, too, which means that they're not going to go off, but I think they are. (laughs) I like them.
0: All right, well, maybe my good luck will – break even with your bad luck and we can just you know go pull 500 or something
1: yeah that works uh yeah i think bangles i mean it's so Andy dalton
0: out. returning to cincinnati
1: yeah i'll take him i'll take the cowboys to cover i forgot about that yeah i'll take him
0: okay so you're on the, you're on the favorite then
1: yeah in this situation but i like moving i mean again i don't have much to say about this game i don't know if you do
0: but <laughs> we can be done
1: yeah. Oh, one thing I'll say is, did you see that Chad Johnson used to call the Bengals coaches at two in the morning? Awesome. Say, hey, I'm
0: open. what did he say? He's just like, I'm hey, open.
1: Hey coach, I'm open. And then hang up. That is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. And the best part too is he was calling Hugh Jackson, which makes yeah. it even funnier that it was Hugh Jackson.
0: So good. I oh. know. I wish AB that sounds like the most AB thing. Cause we were still pretty young when Chad was finishing up, but, yeah. but I love it.
1: Oh, totally. That's or like a like an Odell move or something like that. One of these, one of those. Loud gonna,
0: well, Odell settled down too, and things got weird in Cleveland, and he's hurt. Who's going to be the next diva? Oh man! Because like DK, you know, he's got the rings, he's got the he's hair. He's quiet though. He's he doesn't quiet, say though. much. Even yeah, Jalen I mean, Ramsey with the Rams is settled down on the other side of the that's
1: ball. That's not true at all. Jalen goes off on everybody a hundred percent. No, he of goes
0: time. off on the field, but he's not doing oh, yeah. everything he's doing in Jacksonville. I mean, he wanted out, but right. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He's, he's quiet He's going to be the now. personality, yeah. Let
1: me think on it. I'll get you an answer. Uh, by the end of the show, I'll come up with someone. I'll think of every team as okay. we go through it. Speaking
0: of quiet, on. Kyrie got fined 25K for not talking. Kyrie's Kyrie, such an idiot. <laughs> and you were we were talking about this before the show, um, and, and I think this came up, you might have saw that this week when he said that he's excited Durant's the first like clutch player he's played with, to just no respect to LeBron. LeBron said he's heard <laughs> about it. And then I was I was listening, and and the host was talking about how Kyrie. I didn't know this. He thinks the Earth's flat. Oh uh, yeah, all this stuff that's just crazy. And then he also doesn't believe LeBron's clutch and ha- shows no respect to LeBron. So
1: Kyrie's just an it. Uh, Kyrie's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what his deal is, but he's just like he's so all over the map. And I don't know if it's like immaturity. He has this like. It seems so fake, but he has this whole, like, mindset of, like, oh, I'm smarter than everybody else. Because you saw his response, like, I don't talk to pawns or something like that. It's like, dude, shut up. Just go play basketball. Yeah. Like, I respect for media. They're doing their job. You do your job. Like, they're not trying to be rude. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think Kyrie is just – he's really good. He's the best. He's the best ball handler. He's maybe the most skilled player I've ever seen in my life. He's the best ball handler and best there and finisher of all time. And I don't even think that those two are debatable, but I don't know. I just think he's, he's an idiot.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like the NBA now has too many divas, like James Harden right now, not showing up to practice. And then the NFL, like we were talking about the receivers, like where, where are they? Like it's both are becoming too much of what they are like the NFL is so disciplined. You can be cut tomorrow. You can just lose your salary. You're gone. And then the NBA there's, it's so much of a player's league. It's almost empowering it too much. I think both need to take a little bit from each other.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. I, have you seen the Netflix series, the coaches rules, coaches like rules or something?
1: No, I've never heard of that.
0: Okay. Well, I need your help right now. So there was a manager on that show. He would, he just wouldn't talk to the media. He's like the Chelsea manager. He, he, all, he's like the most famous manager in European soccer. Is it
1: Pep? And he's Man City's
0: coach. He's. I don't think he's Man City's anymore. His name's like Mourinho or something.
1: Oh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's nuts. Is he at Man? Is he at Man U right now?
0: Yeah, I don't know where he is right now, but he's hilarious. I one time he got banned from the stadium and he hid out in like a laundry basket when the UEFA officials tried to find him in the locker room because they suspected he would tried to sneak in.
1: Yeah, he's he's insane. Yeah, he's at Tottenham right now, but he's He's the craziest manager ever. He's insane. Yeah. Mourinho's and apparently, and I you know, obviously I, I'm gonna get corrected, but I think like nobody likes playing for him, but he's just like a good coach. He's like Jim Harbaugh. It's like he's not a, he's <laughs> just a crazy man and he's a good coach, but he's, he's like super never seen, cocky. Yeah, oh totally. He's totally he's like, like I'm Harbaugh. the
0: best ever. And
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean he's really good, but he's yeah,
0: he's he great. like won he won uh Champions League and then he just leaves the, the team to go to another team, which is mm-hmm. something that's weird about soccer. And I love how they call it sacked instead of fired. You've uh-huh. been sacked. Yep. <laughs> but he yep. would always leave after he's won the cup uh to go to the next club. So it's pretty fascinating. But I just thought it was interesting because he he hates the media kind of like Kyrie. So. Yeah,
1: and I don't I don't get even just talking about that when when in soccer this is, by the way, the most all over the place podcast that we've ever had, which I love. But That's in healthy. soccer, no yeah. one
0: wants to listen to the basics. No, um,
1: in soccer though, when when he does that, it's like, dude, he was at Chelsea. It's not like he was at some like third division club. He was at one of the best clubs in the world. Like, why do you need to go somewhere else? What's the what do you have to accomplish at a different place? But. Right. I think it's like Jim Harbaugh that people just get sick of him after a little bit. All of his craziness, him being weird at the media, all that stuff just wears on people and he needs to go somewhere else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wears, he wears himself out. That's a good point. All Before right. For the go- show. No oh, way. I'm yeah. not letting you go back to this. <laughs> you got to explain your hottest take that we didn't get to hear earlier, which is that uh, we never landed on the moon. You're with Kyrie oh, oh, yeah. on this. 100% we never landed on the moon. We've never been to space. We've never landed on the moon. Never been to space.
1: Well, what do you consider space? Is that, Are you guess, counting the
0: International Space Station just right outside Earth? That's not real. What's your take on that?
1: It's not. We no, that doesn't exist. That's like some studio or something. We've never been. No, International Space Station isn't real.
0: Okay, I, so then the moon. Never been there. The moon's
1: there. It exists. I'm not saying the moon's fake, but no, we've never been to the moon. Never been to the moon. Never been to space. All the pictures of Earth from space are false. I don't, I'm not positive the Earth isn't flat. I just, there's a lot, there's a lot of things I'm not really sure about.
0: Okay. So you're, you're positive that the space station isn't real and we haven't been yeah. to the moon. You're, right. if you're iffy on if, uh, on if the Earth is flat. Yeah. I got some questions. I don't, I don't know. You need to I take gotta... a boat trip with some guys, you and Kyrie. What? Yeah. Let's I don't do know. Reality TV. I'm in. Where that it. beanie, it's gonna be cold down there in the Arctic.
1: <laughs> Let's go. When we do our soul west, we might have to actually be going like south or something because it's not the because the earth is flat.
0: Yeah. Sheesh. You'll probably have something to explain that away too, but but I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's, well, we magnet- gotta talk about if the important things.
1: South, if we're talking north south, that's just based on magnets. How do you prove that I'm going north? What yeah. if instead of at the north pole, it's just the center of the earth? So when I'm pointing everywhere, it's just pointing towards the middle. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, Connor, you got to understand on the other side of the spectrum, society's like all the fringes of the Internet are convinced that like this is the year 2020. We've got like three weeks left to find out that there are aliens and there the government's aliens. in contact with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that there are aliens for sure.
0: So are you in with the with the crazy Israeli scientist that said the space guy who said that there's <laughs> an underground base on Mars? We got we got people. I mean, if you don't think we've been to the moon, probably not. But what about the aliens? Would they contact Listen, I- the government or would they just would they just avoid us and just interact <laughs> with random humans?
1: Well, I really want to be in on aliens and this Israeli space guy. So let's just say I'm I'm hyped on any conspiracy theory. I want to get in on it. I'm excited about it. I, I like what this guy's saying. I think it makes a lot of sense. The problem is he keeps referencing that you need to read his book. And if you go try to find his book, he doesn't have a book. So he has kind of lost it. So I don't Ugh. know of like, I want to believe him so bad, but don't keep telling me to read your book when you haven't written a book.
0: <laughs> the one that everyone was saying was uh, the least believable thing. He said the underground uh, base on Mars, he said in contact with aliens, the US and Israel are working with them. And everyone on Twitter was joking that the most believable part was that Trump was going to release it all. Yeah. But the intelligence of the US and Israel talked him out of it. And everyone's like, no chance Trump could tweet keep his mouth shut. He'd tweet it out.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. But, but so that in
0: the book kind of make us doubt this guy. But,
1: but, but Trump created Space Force. It's because he probably heard it and he's like, "Oh shoot, we got to get something <laughs> going here." And so that's his like subtle nod to the American people of like, "Hey guys, I'm telling you this for a reason."
0: It sounds like a movie. It's like Space Jam's. It's like what Space Force. But it's, it's I time. mean, it,
1: it is a TV show. It's on Netflix.
0: We got three weeks. Let's do it. All right, I'm in. 2020, Aliens. All right, back to something a little less exciting. Chiefs at Dolphins. We said this is one of the games of the week. I like the Chiefs here. I I'm
1: think gonna go with the Dolphins.
0: Disappointment, disappointment last week against Denver. They'll bounce back.
1: I think the Chiefs at this point are just gonna do enough to win, especially because they got the, they're going to the Saints next week. So I don't think they're trying to blow out the the Dolphins right now. I think the Chiefs are gonna just. I mean, they're gonna win. I think absolutely they're gonna win. But I think that Dolphins keep it close. And even if that close seven and a half, I think that half point might be important because I think I could see the Dolphins scoring a garbage time touchdown to get it within one score. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I think There's Chiefs enough win there,
0: though, they, though that Tua, if Tua is on not as good game, it's a blowout, Whether 100%. the Chiefs, whether the Chiefs are motivated or not. It, be, it just becomes a blowout if, if Tua has one of his bad games, like he did against Denver. And I mean, the Chiefs mm-hmm. just had a little bit of a letdown against Denver, but there's totally a chance that Tua could not be on his game, and it's a blowout. And I think the Chiefs are motivated, right? Uh, they just have the tiebreaker between them and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's kind of falling apart, and they can get the one seed. And there's only one bye. They want that bye.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And that's why I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs have realized that they're so good that they can just in a quarter decide they want to win and win the game in a quarter. So I think they're just trying to hang out and they're going to win and do well or whatever. And then if all of a sudden they're only up by like three at halftime, they're going to come out and score 28 points in the third quarter. And like that's yep. that's what the Chiefs have. And so I could see them just being up 10 the whole game. And then the Dolphins score a garbage time touchdown or something to cover. I For think sure. I think they're going to win. And I don't think – it's one of those you watch them, the Chiefs play – And even if they're losing, even in that Broncos game, when it was like close and a little back and forth and all that stuff, you're never sitting there being like, Ooh, this might happen to the chiefs. Whereas like, I did feel watching that Steelers game, even early on, it was like, Oh shoot, Washington might do this as opposed to, you know, you watch the chiefs and you're like, yeah, whatever. They'll figure it out. Like no problem.
0: Yeah. I hate that as a Steelers fan. Everyone's been saying that I hate it. Everyone's like, Baltimore so good and Baltimore keeps losing. I mean, like, they have a great roster and they strength the schedule this and it just, everyone's just shitting on the Steelers. It's the worst. I hate it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think Baltimore is good either. I think the Browns are the best team in the division, but we'll get there. Monday night, Monday night game. <laughs> we'll save that. But yeah, listen,
0: Chiefs, Dolphins. I, I put three question marks on my list. I thought this was one of the three hardest games to pick this week. I'm going to go Chiefs, but I, I think the Dolphins makes a lot of sense. The Cardinals and Giants. This is fun. Giants. Giants are fun. I like the defense. Giants.
1: Giants. Oh yeah,
0: they're Demon's fun to really watch. Good. I liked it. I liked the game last week against Seattle. That was fun. Totally. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. And it, it, you know, it, they're they're coming together. The only thing, the question mark here is uh, Daniel Jones is questionable to play. I think they got away with it with Colt McCoy last week. I don't think that that magic still will live against the Cardinals. But I think if if Daniel Jones plays, I think they win outright. I think if Colt McCoy plays, I think it'll be a close game.
0: Yeah, 55 and Rainy though, I think they could sneak it with Colt McCoy too. I don't have we seen Kyler in any interesting conditions this year? I didn't watch him last year. I was so off no, the Cardinals last year with all the turnovers, but
1: Yeah, I don't think we have. Yeah, it'll be interesting and I think yeah to see see how that goes um there.
0: Vikings I'm- Bucks. This is the one I'm excited about. Vikings, those Vikings, six yeah. and a half. This is emotional, but it's also, I think, reasonable. Uh, but, you know, is it, have the Vikings won five in a row or did they lose one in there?
1: No, they've won, I'm pulling it up right now. They lost one, they lost to the Cowboys. And that's the thing though. They barely <laughs> beat the Jaguars. They barely beat the Panthers. They lose to the Cowboys, barely beat the Bears and then beat the Lions. But then they also like beat the Packers. So like, I, I have a zero idea what's going on with these Vikings. But I think that they're... I, I like them to win outright. I think the bucks are imploding, however, the only thing to think about is that the bucks are coming off a buy and they might have figured out some of the issues they've been having so i I think this is gonna be a really good game, but I think the Vikings win and win outright or they cover That's and they the win tricky
0: outright. thing is when the bucks came off their mini buy, they just blew through Carolina, which is right. another middling team that kind of reminds you of the Vikings mm-hmm. And that was on the road at Carolina and they just kind of blew through them. Uh, Ronald Jones had the big touchdown. I
1: think the thing that'll be interesting is the Vikings have
0: a really good run
1: offense and Dalvin cook and the Bucks right. have the best run defense. I can remember in recent memory. And so it'll be really interesting to see that kind of strength on strength but then. And then can they get Justin Jefferson, the ball enough times? I mean, he's electric. And so if they can get the ball into his hands, um, you know, I think they have a good chance but it'll just be interesting to see kind of the play calling and how Kirk Cousins plays in this Yeah, it's
0: not prime time, so give me some Kirk. Here we go. Yep, yep, I agree. Broncos is the Panthers. I'm showing Panthers minus three. Is that what you're seeing?
1: Yep. Give me the Panthers. I I like the Broncos.
0: (laughs) They're so so inconsistent. What can you like about the Broncos? I mean, they showed up last week against Kansas City.
1: Raspberry White Claw. I think they have a good defense. I think that... Uh Vic Fangio can figure out ways to beat teams with his defense. And I think that the Panthers Teddy Bridgewater's good. McCaffrey's not playing. And I just I don't
0: think the Panthers are that good either. So I don't Yeah, but Curtis Samuels back, didn't you hear?
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean yeah. DJ
0: Moore's out, but Curtis Samuels in. So you're gonna have two of the three receivers. I'm just kidding. I'm really I mean that's gonna be serious. a horrible McCaffrey game. McCaffrey matters way more.
1: Yeah, I mean that's gonna be a horrible game. I, I'll take the Broncos to cover, but I I don't they'll probably win too, but I have no idea. That game's crazy. Yeah.
0: and So you're not stealing the raspberry white call line, but you're saying dogs are barking this week. Dogs are barking.
1: The dogs are barking. I like the underdogs a lot.
0: Titans at Jags. This is another one. I questioned this is one of the trickiest ones of the week at seven and a half. Just got blown out by the Browns. I'm taking Tennessee, but I don't like it.
1: I'm taking the Jags. (laughs) I'm taking the Jags. I think dogs are barking. Hey, the dogs are barking. I think. Again, I, we've, we say 1 in 11
0: week. Connor, what are they against the spread? Do you have that? Is I don't know. Probably not good.
1: With? I don't know. Probably not good, but here's the deal. We've said it all season. The Titans can't get pressure on a quarterback and that still remains true. It keeps showing up every single week. I think Mike Glennon is not a mobile quarterback as we all know. He's just going to stand there and throw the ball and he's still not great. Even when he does just stand there and throw it. But I think against a team where he doesn't have to move, he's not going to have to be you know, running outside of the pocket. I think he can do stuff, especially with, I think DJ Chark is actually really good. I think Keelan Cole's solid. So, and Laviska Chenault is pretty good. So I, I kind of like the Jags and I think the Titans are starting to like falter and not be that good anymore. So I'm going to go with the Jags to cover.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they had a huge week. They beat Jackson or they beat uh Baltimore and then they get blown out by Cleveland. Oh, they blew out the Colts too. So they had two good yeah. weeks and then they get blown out. So we'll see here. I'm starting to realize, Connor, all my picks are teams that I want to win. I'm so biased.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. It's okay. Colts
0: at Raiders. I I pick the Raiders. Do I necessarily actually think the Raiders are going to win? No, but I want the Raiders to win. I want the Raiders in the playoffs. I told you it's going to. I want the Raiders to be in the wild card spot. And you said you're cool with that because yeah. you're cool with them losing, and that's more pain for Raiders fans, and you hate the Raiders.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree, and I I'll stand by that statement. I think. The Raiders are fun, right? I mean, I think they shouldn't have won that game last week. Aaron Waller last week. He's an animal. He's an animal. But but again, they should have lost to the Jets. So you can, whatever you want (laughs) to say about the Raiders, they literally, if any other season over, if I was the defensive coordinator for the Jets, they win that game. So I just, I think that, you know, it i don't greg think williams
0: man good. greg williams that's what he does though the he, Saints scandal then you got the max blitz and the jets that's What's what he does he's For done him? it
1: before though he's done it before he's just that's that's all he does so he's just he's just crazy he brings the heat but i don't know i you need so, a greg
0: williams in your life no i need lying. someone to just tell you to blitz and be more aggressive on everything or do you need someone ha- to tell you to simmer down and drop into that cover simmer. simmer simmer <laughs> drop I, into I, coverage
1: Teo, I got you for the stoke. I don't need that from (laughs) anybody else. All right. Uh, I'll take the Raiders because the dogs are barking. But you also always got to be a little bit concerned about a team that's a home underdog, especially a team in the Raiders that aren't bad and the Colts aren't necessarily good. I kind of like the Raiders in in this spot.
0: Yeah, it could be a lot of Neheim Hines from Phillip Rivers. A lot of passes out of the backfield to backs. We'll see how exciting this one is. Although TY showed up last week for the Colts.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true.
0: Exciting. Yeah, listen, Jets at Seahawks. <laughs> you are getting all these teams from the East Coast. Like you said, the NFC East, <laughs> AFC East, NFC, all the, the West and the East are playing each other this year, which I'm surprised they didn't change that. Like in the league meetings, I guess flying on an airplane with your team doesn't really matter how long it is. But with COVID, it just feels a bit weird. Yeah,
1: and they also, I mean, they set schedules out years in advance. So yeah. that's something that you can't really adjust or mess with um yeah I I'm taking the Jets in this week to cover (laughs) I think that the Seahawks are so bad right now I don't understand what's going on they've looked 13 and a half we got to say that too to the
0: audience yeah 13 and a half
1: I just think the Jets will cover I absolutely do not think they're gonna win no chance do I think they win but I think that they can lose by 10 by 11 I think that that's possible so yeah I mean I guess I'm gonna take the Jets but This also seems like, and I think this is what I think the Jets are going to cover, but I could also see this being a get right game for the Seahawks where they win by 35, where they just go out and win 45 or 42 to seven. I don't think that's going to happen, but I could see if they were going to have that game to get them back on track. This is the game to do that.
0: Yeah. So I'm coming back to it because I mentioned DK Metcalf. He's got the diva look on the outside, but he's quiet on the inside. Have you come up with the next diva receiver yet? No, I don't know. I love no, Cheetah. I, he does the backflips in the yeah, end zone, but again, right. he's I quiet off that. the field. Cheetah'd be cool, but he'd have to, it'd have to be the CTE play with what happened to Antonio Brown, right? Like something I have to knock <laughs> yeah. Cheetah into craziness because right now he's kind of like AB early in his career. Like he doesn't say anything off the field or do any, no Facebook lives, nothing.
1: Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. The problem is, yeah, a lot of these guys yeah, are- Yeah,
0: DeAndre could lose it because he's getting like two targets a game.
1: Yeah, and he- it the could thing get with-
0: dark in, in the desert totally
1: and so that's the thing though is like guys who does it off the field not many i'm looking through and i don't really see anybody who's crazy off the field some of these guys like deandre hopkins is crazy on the field he talks as much trash as anybody in the league i saw a video of him a coach comes up to him and is like hey a coach on the other team comes up to him in pregame and pregame goes hey man you're you're probably the best receiver in the league right now like trying to be nice to him and hopkins just looks at him and goes i know like yeah i know and you're like yeah.
0: what like you're insane so pulling a Mourinho.
1: <laughs> yeah so i I don't know any guys that talk off the field, but yeah, I think think the Jets will cover that game. I think, I don't know how, I have no idea how it's going to happen, but again, the Seahawks defense is so bad. So maybe if the Jets, Sam Darnold looks good, I
0: have no idea. I
1: don't know what's going to happen.
0: looking good, man. He hasn't looked good since that seventy-yard run with the fake slide. Yeah, exactly. That was sick. That that was, sick. Yeah. That's some Thursday night football for you. Packers at Lions. Uh, maybe a candidate, Devonte Adams, but he has Aaron Rodgers, so he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to go diva. I like yeah. the Packers here.
1: I do too. Lions are horrible. I'm going to stay by that. They're really bad. Minus
0: nine. Give me the pack.
1: Yeah, I'll take them. And they already had. I mean, they they lost Patricia. And they already had their one game playing hard for their interim coach. I I think that this is the game where they, you know, they, again, they also beat the bears last week. So the lions are coming off a big win for them. And I could see the Packers coming in and winning by a hundred. So I think, I think
0: Packers what's crazy is two days ago. This was, you could get this at seven and a half and now it's at nine. We got to get our picks in earlier, Connor. I know. I know. But I I always am hesitant because
1: you don't know who's going to be in or out. You don't know what's going to happen. And also, I mean, if I liked the Lions in this situation, it's nice to wait. So it kind of just depends. You don't know where the public money is going to go. And so it's sometimes nice to, you know, see where that's going.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. That's in a dome, which brings up to me. uh, How many more teams do you think that uh, Roger Gale is going to let build domes or indoor stadiums? Because football historically has always been a sport where you got to respect the weather. you got to have some weather. Like, you don't want Kansas City in 10, 15 years building a dome, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I actually like the domes, but I do think it's fun every once in a while to get good snow football. So I think as long as, you know, the really good stadiums don't uh, do that, Lambo will never go away. Uh, You know, the Chiefs are going to keep there. Yeah, we need to keep those outdoors. But, you know, if we're talking about, like, the Jets, if they ever – obviously, they have got a new stadium. But if the Jets
0: got a dome, like, I don't care. Like, whatever, you know. That helps with those two NFC East teams and the Eagles. I mean, we get Saints at Eagles this week. It's going to be good weather, though. They're getting a little bit of a warm spurt. It's supposed to be like 60-ish, partly cloudy, maybe some rain. But I wanted to see Taysom Hill in the weather, and I wanted to see Jalen Hurts in the weather. But if it's good weather, I also like that because I want to see both these guys out there, see if they can throw the football. There's talk Taysom Hill could take over the job. Is Drew Brees getting this back? Oh.
1: Yeah, Drew Brees is getting it. As long as Drew Brees is there, he's a starting quarterback. I mean, he's he's like your franchise savior.
0: He's not just like he's not Alex Smith with Colin Kaepernick,
1: totally. And and he's not like either like uh, Philip Rivers with the Colts, right? Philip Rivers came in as this veteran, and then if he was really horrible, you could go with Jacoby Brissett or something else. You're not gonna do that with you know Drew Brees, who is the literally the franchise savior. You're not gonna do that to him. Right. So. If they and and the thing is, if they really wanted to go the Taysom Hill route, they would have told Drew Brees retire. Like, don't come back this season. He said he almost, he said he was planning to retire, and then somehow was talked out of it or something. But I don't think so. You know, I I think he's retiring at the end of the season, but I don't think that they're ever going to replace him unless unless though. The only other thing is that he's hurt because he's hurt because they don't want him to be the quarterback and i don't want him to say that he's hurt you know what i mean
0: but you don't do that to a guy who's won the super bowl for your franchise who you waited to see if you could talk him back waited on him to make the decision rather than philip rivers with with uh los angeles saying hey you know goodbye it right and pretty clear to him whereas what they waited and were patient with Drew Brees. so i don't see that oh he's hurt quote unquote thing going right. on there so listen it's minus seven new orleans uh this was one of the toughest ones for me. I'm taking the saints. Mm-hmm. Eagles yeah. are falling apart. They're scrappy at times, but they're just pieces at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the Eagles are just not a good team. And I think the saints, the saints have the hottest defense in football. And that's saying a lot. Cause I think the Rams have the hottest defense in football, but the saints are on one right now. And they are, they're the scariest team, you know, them and the chiefs are the two scariest teams in the NFL right now. And so, I think the Saints win. I think they roll. I think they're feeling themselves. And so we found our diva.
0: We finally got to a team. Oh, Mike Thomas. Michael Thomas. But he's so so, he's the lamest diva possible.
1: That's true. But he
0: has real problems. Like, I guess he punched someone in practice, got suspended a game, but no one follows him on social media. He doesn't have like a big personality like A.B. or Ocho Cinco or T.O. Right. So no one's following him because he's super interesting. It's just like, oh, he did this crazy stuff. Well, and the other thing that's hard with him is he's not a flashy
1: receiver. He's not going out there catching, you know, he just catches 17 balls a day across the He could the be
0: super flashy. It's kind of, he's been with Drew Brees late in his career. That's he fair. Him like Josh Allen, I think he could be super flashy.
1: That's fair, but I think he's just a great route runner, understands space, understands how to get open. Whereas like you look at AB and he's doing these crazy routes. He's also running, you know, Tyree kills getting 80 yard touchdown passes every game, like, those are guys that are fun to watch and do crazy stuff. Right. And Thomas it, is it just lends somehow itself. always open. Yeah. He's just always open 15 yards downfield.
0: <laughs> yeah. And those exciting guys, to your point, that was T.O. That was Ocho Cinco. Like it lends itself to you being the diva and it lends into your marketability and people caring about you. Everyone's like, Oh, Michael Thomas got suspended even though he's better by the team. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Unless you have one in your fantasy. Uh, Falcons, the chargers Falcons minus three, Give me the away teams. For me, it's the away teams are barking this week, not the dogs. Uh, okay. The Falcons.
1: I don't know what to do with the Chargers anymore. I, I I think I might like the Falcons in this situation too. I think the Chargers are a good team. I don't know how they keep like not winning games and then how they just got rolled by the Patriots last week. So I think kind of the Chargers, sometimes you get to the point of season where a good, a, a decent team, loses a ton of games they should have won, and the team just kind of gives up, and I think that's where the Chargers are at right now. Yeah, it's collapsing. It's yeah. over. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Falcons with you. It's only three points. I
0: like the Falcons. That's too. how I feel about the Bears, and that's how you feel about the Bears. Yeah. Unless you don't want to call them decent.
1: Well, no, I mean, the Bears <laughs> started out 5-1, and one, so they have to be some level of okay, and the Bears have a really good defense. So they, if they had a decent offense, they'd be really good. But, right. yeah, no, I agree with that.
0: Washington at the Niners, two, five, and seven. Some of these are painful, We're running through them. Then we can get to the Ravens-Browns, but give me the Niners. I'm taking 10 away teams, but I'm taking the Niners on the road in Arizona yeah. in the desert at home. I want to count that as an away, too. We can just call it a neutral. But is it bad that I'm, take, I'm taking 10 real away teams this week? Is that too much? No, nope, I don't either. think that's
1: bad. I think you're also, I mean, listen, coming off Raspberry White Claw week, you can do whatever you want right now. I'm confident. I'm go with it. Yeah, I feel good about that uh Washington's good man I don't know I think Washington's really good so I don't know I think Washington's pretty solid
0: really good man really good man their defense is their you watch the Steelers really game I know you're so happy because you can say this is the most overrated te- their team their defense and you got that you got Washington winning oh the Steelers dropped so many passes yeah, that's fine but there wasn't really any pass rush I mean also the Steelers it's a little weird how obsessed they are with not letting Ben get sacked. It's kind of scary. Like, yeah. oh, let's pass it 1 second after he gets out. All these 1-yard routes, but I didn't think Washington's defense was outstanding, you did.
1: I think I I mean, I just think they're really good. I think that I they're solid. It, you also just don't know what you're going to get. The, with Niners the Niners are
0: really solid, too.
1: Yeah, you just don't know which Niners you're going to get. Right? Because the Niners have had weeks where they look really good.
0: Give me the but Rams we, Niners. Give me when they play the Niners. Oh, Mariners.
1: game over. Niners by a million. <laughs> yeah, it's over. But I, that's what I'm saying, though. That when the Rams play the Niners, the Niners look incredible. But then some other – I mean, against the Dolphins, they looked horrible. So it's kind of just like what what Niners team shows up. And depending on that team is where it goes. But I think in this situation, I'm going to go with Washington. I'm also riding the hot hand. But, yeah, I think Washington. I'll go with Washington.
0: My biggest thing is Washington. Oh, is God. that I kind of like the Washington football team thing. I kind of like the colors. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the W. I kind of maybe just leave it.
1: Yeah, I like it. I, I'd be okay with that. I think I think the last point I'd make on them is that this is the ultimate letdown game that they're feeling themselves after beating the Steelers, and then now they just come out and lay a stinker against the Niners.
0: Whereas I the Giants got to show up. They're playing the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I agree. Both those teams have talent, though. It's just the Niners' record is what the stinker is. I don't think the Niners are that much worse than. Well, they the just Cardinals. have a ton of
1: injuries too. Their whole off defensive line is hurt. I think Nick Mullins being their quarterback, he's not great. Uh, so I, I'll give the Niners a pass, but man, I think that you know they, these are not these are not going to be easy games against teams that should be easy um, yeah. to
0: beat. So we've got the AFC North now. Three of the AFC North teams: Steelers at Bills. I am showing the Bills by two and a half. Is that what we got? I see three. Three. Give me the Steelers. Doesn't make sense. You should take the Bills. You should take the points. You should take that the defense is so hurt. They've got TJ Watt and no other starting linebackers. Doesn't make sense. But, yeah, give me the Steelers. Um, I can't say anything else.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, listen. You would take the
0: Bills, right? Three is not a lot. No, the Steelers it, have looked awful and they're traveling and the bills yeah. are legit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely want going to take the bills. I think, I think they're pretty good. I think that Josh Allen's playing incredible again. I think this is one of those games, kind of like we just talked about with, with the Niners. It's what Josh Allen shows up because he's played really well this season. But he's also had a few games where he's looked horrible. So if he can be solid. I don't know if you solid. can see
0: this. Yeah. Can you see who the leading rusher is right now in this game? Going yeah,
1: this James <laughs> Conner, who's been out for like half the season.
0: And these both these teams are legit teams that cannot rush the ball. I mean, both of the, the Buffalo backs haven't looked good. James Conner hasn't looked great. Benny Bud, Snell is just...
1: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I like Benny Snell in college. But is, but is the Steelers defense going to be able to generate pressure without
0: Bud Dupree? I think so because they got Alu Alu back. Um, they have this guy, Bugs who showed up. He was the one who made the big tackle on um, on Baltimore when they were going for it on oh, yeah. the second game when uh, they tried to QB sneak it with Lamar. Um, who else did they get back? Uh, the guy at a Notre Dame. Really, really good. So the D-line is a lot better than you okay. think. Everyone's just heard of Cameron Hayward, but all the other guys are super solid. So I think, yeah, they'll be fine. Okay, TJ Watt, Watt, who's a right. defensive player that you're contender and then the D line's really good. So everyone yeah. talks about the linebackers The the defense is still pretty rock solid, although I don't know how you someone who actually played football would know how to exploit those linebackers, but I, I'd see it more in the passing game um, yeah. coverage than actually in the rush pressure.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, if it's gonna be a good game. I think that these are teams that their strengths match up well and their weaknesses match up well. I think it'll be fun to watch. I'm excited. That's a good, you know, a good Sunday night game that um, you know, I'll be excited to stay tuned for. I, I'm gonna go with the Bills plus three or minus three at home, playing well. Plus I think, yeah, you know, get a chance to kind of spoil the Steelers season a little bit by getting them, you know, to not get the bye. I'm gonna go with the Bills.
0: Yeah. And the player I was talking about on the D line was Stefan Tuitt. Mm, mm -hmm, Notre Dame mm -hmm. yeah he's borderline borderline pro bowl every year cool so Ravens Browns give me the Browns Browns are going to win this outright Browns are going to make a play on the Steelers here we're going to have week 17 if the Steelers lose they could win the division still Ravens get knocked out of the wild wild. card spot I love that I love that as a Steelers fan you get the Ravens knocked out of the wild card spot perfect seven and six they're not going to make it Unless they win out, Browns at ten and three, Steelers at eleven and two, one game back of the Steelers. You got week seventeen,
1: and the Browns' the best running I mean, those are the two best running teams in the NFL. But one of the best running teams in the NFL, the Browns, could just run all over a linebacker list Steelers team. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I think first of all, I thought the Browns were going to win. I think the Browns, this is going to be the big statement win because they haven't been able to beat the Steelers or the Ravens, right? They've been, they've looked good. They've had wins, but they haven't been able to beat those guys. Right. And so I think that, yeah, a big win against the Ravens would be huge. And then I, I'm selfishly hoping for, like you're saying, a matchup in Week 17 to potentially win the division. I don't know how those tiebreakers work, but if the tiebreak, Although I actually think the Steelers have the tiebreaker. Right. Only because... The Steelers have a better in division record because the Browns, their three losses are against the Ravens and the Steelers, right? Yeah. Oh, no, they have true. one. Who's their other loss, to? Oh, look. But yeah. So, but anyways, r- regardless of all of that, I think that it could be. Oh, the Raiders. Yeah. I just think that uh, it's going to be a good game, too. I think it's going to be a really low scoring game. But I also thought that in the Browns Titans last week, I said my best play of the week was the under in that game. And that game went over in like the third quarter. So, <laughs> I this is what I'm saying. I'm the worst gambler of all time. But, um i like the browns to run all over the ravens uh i think the ravens just i I think their spirit is broken right now and they can't be good teams so
0: i'm gonna go with the browns i think so too unless you see some like miraculous improvement from lamar in the passing game i'm i i like the browns as well and i think the same thing with the spirit broken they don't feel like they can win a super bowl they have so much talent and explosiveness but if you have that huge hole which to me is bigger than like the steelers or bills not being able to run the ball is if you don't feel confident in your quarterback throwing the ball. Yep. It's not going to work.
1: Yeah, and part of that I will give credit, you know, Lamar Jackson, it's not all his fault. He has no good receivers on his team. But I just think yeah, you got to be able to feel comfortable of your quarterback throwing the ball. And I think that's why you look at the Ravens and this it's a team that never can come back from, you know, what have you ever seen them come back from down 10 points or down, you know, 14 points or whatever? It's they never can. They get up when they do well and when they look good they get up early and then they run the ball down your throat the entire yep. game. And if they can do that, they're the best team in the league, right? Cause they have the best run game. They have a really good defense and a really dangerous quarterback, not necessarily a great quarterback, but a really dangerous one. And so they need to be in a good situation for them to be really good. But this seems like a game where I don't see them, you know, being super dangerous the whole time.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, it's going to be a good week. Um, maybe the dogs will bark. Maybe they won't. We had the raspberry white claw. Now we've got the dogs barking. We'll see. Hope you enjoyed this one, everyone. And uh, go spit some fire and win your picks.
1: Cool. See you guys.